How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially uh, I wanted to talk about this in yesterday's podcast, I think it was, or the day before's. But um, working in the uh, insurance field, I work in a, a unique niche of the insurance field, but still I work around people that have been in the industry for quite some time. And I wanted to pick certain people's brains because I know if I asked the average person, they probably already forgot what life was like pre this time period. And this has obviously been coming up a lot in recent times uh, due to the Supreme Court um, needing a new justice to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And uh, today the new justice, um, Amy uh, Barrett, I, I believe her name is. I'm brain farting at the moment, but essentially, she uh, just got sworn in today um, as the Supreme Court justice uh, that is replacing Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and uh, everyone's freaking out at the moment because they're they're claiming that the the court is stacked in a conservative way, and I'm not really going to be going towards that hyperbole. Um, just yet, I guess we need to give it time to see how the court is going to weigh in on a lot of different measures that are on the the docket for the next uh, couple months. But one of the big ones is uh, ACA, and that's the Affordable Care Act. And essentially ruling to see if it's whether uh, a, the law in itself is legal in terms of, of its constitutionality um or if it's not and essentially if it's not then kind of getting rid of ACA and personally for myself I'm not on an ACA plan but I know a lot of people that are especially people that are self-employed or individuals that are are young but uh, aren't able to be on their parents insurance plans because especially when their parents probably don't have insurance plans of their own right now during a pandemic um, and so I know there's a lot of people that are losing healthcare coverage that are able to get on to the Affordable Care Act. And I'm assuming right now there's a lot of people qualifying for special enrollment periods. I'm not assuming because I know for a fact that that's the case because recently I also got certified in, um, uh, helping, uh, helping individuals as a broker, register for an Affordable Care Act plan. So not only can I do Medicare, but I'm also uh, fully capable of helping people here in Nevada. And Nevada has a uh, state-controlled state uh, platform. Uh, instead of going through healthcare.gov, essentially Nevada has its own platform that people can go through. And some st- the federal government allows states to implement their own platforms, Um as long as they're able to, uh, if, as long as they're fully capable of, of mimicking the features that the healthcare.gov uh, website can do. And that's essentially the website that everyone would go to to sign up for an ACA plan. And uh, the one here in Nevada is called HealthLink, by the way. Uh, but one of the things that's always been on my mind because I have met a ton of people. Being a social person, I have a lot of friends and a lot of people that I've met, uh, acquaintances and people that I've talked to, strangers, that I know that uh, 
have been born with pre-existing health conditions. So essentially, I, you'd have to not, I don't know, you'd have to be someone that's not familiar with English. And at that point, you're probably not going to be understanding anything I'm saying. But for those that don't necessarily know what pre-existing conditions are, essentially, those, it's individuals that are born with some kind of uh, health ailment or something that um, keeps them from being a what's considered a healthy individual, but from birth, like you're born with this ailment. And prior to ACA, everyone that had a pre-existing health condition essentially was, it was almost impossible for individuals that had pre-existing conditions from being able to get healthcare coverage. The only way they could was through employer health insurance plans. So if you were working for a company you could get insurance and essentially be covered. But if you weren't able to get on a group health insurance plan, if you were self-employed, you were screwed. If you were like a contracted worker, you were screwed. If you were um, a kid that wasn't able to be on their parents' plan anymore because you turned 18 and you were considered an adult, you were screwed. And so uh, a lot of people were affected by that. And we're talking about people that are born with like diabetes, heart conditions, lung conditions, kidney issues, uh, mental conditions. Uh, a lot of people can qualify for uh, pre-existing health conditions and all of them could have been denied. And so I had a thorough conversation with someone that uh, has worked in my field for 15 years, also does, uh, because I recently became licensed uh, in, in insurance period, but uh, in Medicare, I've been studying that for the last six months, but recently for healthcare.gov and um, HealthLink through Nevada for the last like month or so, this was like dropped on my plate the last minute. It was an opportunity offered to me. They normally don't offer it to newcomers, but um, the company that I worked through was just super awesome and understanding of my current situation where I'm not really trying to leave my house at all for work and, and part of the role with um, enrolling individuals with healthcare.gov plans is that it tends to be a little bit easier for, for me to enroll those people online tends to be a little bit younger of a demographic than people that are needing Medicare services. So most of those people are probably familiar with computers or have computers of their own. And so it's, it's easier to virtually enroll people and help them enroll into the best plan for them. And so I, of course, took that opportunity to enroll into that. I had to get certified, took a lot of tests. It was a lot of last-minute tests too, but luckily I got that through. But it made, as I was going through all of that, it made me think, and especially like with the Supreme Court justice, um, with like everything going on with the Supreme Court, knowing that ACA is on the docket right now for things to be debated within the Supreme Court, and... Um, being in this in this field, it made me wonder what life was like for a lot of people that were born with pre-existing health conditions. And I spoke with someone that has been in the field for about 15 years, and we were talking for a while. And uh, she told me essentially that what the life was like before was there was a lot of underwriting that was done. And essentially, if you were enrolling into an insurance plan, not under a group insurance plan, you would go through an underwriting process and essentially the health insurance company would go through all, they would nitpick every single aspect of your your health history. 
and you would be evaluated. And if your score went above a certain limit associated with that company, they could deny you coverage and or put you under like a, a super high catastrophic plan where you would have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to get very minimal coverage. And so, um, and and forget it, if you had any pre, pre, uh, pre-existing health condition, you were done. I mean, it was already bad enough if you were a smoker or if you were overweight or if you weren't fit. They could deny you coverage for a lot of like those kind of things. And I mean, a lot of... I'll, a lot of things that a lot of people nowadays, average people would be probably denied for or be charged a lot more money for insurance. Like I know for a fact, Americans, there's like an obesity crisis in America. It's it's slowing down and it's kind of reversing because a lot more people are becoming more health conscious. But still, you're. I think the last statistic, the most recent statistic was almost like 45% of Americans are obese and about uh, one in four, five Americans by the time they hit the age of 60 will be diabetic, which is just crazy to think about. And I mean, if that happened to you, you'd be screwed. You would, you wouldn't be able to get insurance. And again, the only way you could get it is working for a company. But if you're a self, like if you're an entrepreneur, you're screwed. You'd have to pay a ton of money or just come out of pocket for healthcare cost. And we all know how expensive that is. It's ridiculous. And so, I don't know. It's 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 wild to think that that's something. I mean, there's a lot of promises on the conservative side and on the Republican side to say that if that gets repealed, that they will quickly implement uh, health care laws that will protect people on pre-existing conditions. But the issue is, is that there hasn't been any health care plan that's been put forth since you know this has been a thing that they've tried to do, which was removing ACA. And, um, a lot of people, I think that's one of the reasons why it's looking like the Republicans are losing their foothold on a lot of different, uh, key battleground States. By the way, I voted today. I forgot to mention that I voted, uh, that felt great. I, I could have done it last week, but I wanted to spend a little bit extra time just researching some candidates I wasn't familiar with. I, there was still plenty of candidates I wasn't familiar with at all. But luckily, here in the Nevada, at least, a lot of those people didn't have opponents. Um, so it was, I just voted for them anyways. But for representatives, like state representatives and senators and um, and president, for sure, I did thorough research and made sure that the vote that I put in mattered. And it was a mail-in ballot as well. And so I put it in an envelope, made sure to sign it properly, um, fill in my name, and stuck in the uh, mailbox. I'm going to call. It's first class mail. So I'm going to give it until Friday. And I'm going to call the election office. And make sure they got it. If they didn't. I'm going to I'm gonna take the proper uh, procedures. I can take as a voting citizen. To get another mail-in ballot. Sent to me. But. Um, anyways. So. Yeah. I think a lot of Republicans are losing their foothold right now because they have this image at the moment that they're trying to eliminate health care when a lot of people right now are needing like any form of health care coverage at the moment because they're losing their jobs. They're not getting um, they're losing their group coverage that they had before. We're, dur- we're going on during the flu season and in a pandemic, a COVID-19 pandemic. And so a lot of people's like 
fear levels like peaked and it's it's exasperated even more in the fact that they feel like a political party is trying to end um, healthcare coverage. And I, I think that's working against them. Whereas if they were, it'd be all right if they were trying to dismantle ACA. I can't believe I'm saying that. But if they had a, a secondary plan that they would be willing to replace that with that covered a lot of the things that people are afraid of, like pre-existing health conditions. It's like a massive one. I think it's like the uh, the most recent survey done on it was like over 80% of people and 90% of Republicans, 80% of the population is for health uh, health insurance plans covering pre-existing conditions. So a vast majority, I mean, at that point, the majority of Americans believe that pre-existing conditions should be covered. So when you're like, when it looks like your party is part, and that's a narrative that a lot of news news agencies, again, it's um, these news medias like to just deliver the most ridiculous headlines. But if you give them the opportunity to say, hey, this person is trying to eliminate ACA, which covers pre-existing health conditions. You know, if you vote for them, if you vote for them, you're voting against pre-existing health conditions and healthcare coverage during a pandemic, are you sure you want to do that? That's strong. That's powerful. And I cannot believe that the Republican Party does not see how powerful that message is. And that's honestly why I think they're going to be losing because they're so focused on the economy. But everyone else, when you look at all the surveys and polls, it shows that, again, a majority of Americans have healthcare as like their number one concern at the moment. And it makes sense. We're going through a pandemic. So it doesn't make any sense why they they have that image and why they're allowing that image to kind of fester and, and grow. And I think, honestly, that's why a lot of them are probably going to lose their seats. It's going to be because of that. Because, honestly, the Democratic Party is pretty much a joke at this point. Um, but their joke isn't – they're not joking about health care. At least on paper, they're not. And so because of that, it makes them look as if they care or empathetic more about the average person when clearly they're not. Honestly, neither side is, but it's not helping the Republican side when, you know, they're the face of this whole idea of getting rid of, you know, uh, the Affordable Care Act and the one thing that protected people with preexisting health conditions. But, uh, you know, uh, in the spirit of Halloween, there is a scary movie. It's not really a scary movie, but it's a horror movie genre that would have never happened if the Affordable Care Act had been in place when that movie came out. And are you curious to know what it is? Saw. The Saw movies? The guy, spoiler alert for people that haven't seen a 14-year-old movie, but essentially... The guy in that movie, if you watch the original Saw movie, he went on the uh, killing spree that he went on because he had cancer and his insurance company dropped him and no insurance company would cover him because he had cancer. And so he lost his health insurance, causing him to want to attempt to kill himself. And when he survived a car accident, he came up with the crazy idea that if I got hurt badly... And my mind changed about like what life is supposed to be like, then I should judge criminals the same way and give them tests and created this crazy concoction of an idea where he essentially puts criminals 
or people that have done wrong things into traps that gets them to suffer dramatically. But in return, if they suffer hard enough, which suffering hard enough is like pretty gruesome and gory, then they're able to keep their lives. This guy would have never gotten that idea if it wasn't for the fact if uh, insurance companies covered pre-existing health conditions. That is insane. And a lot of people take it for granted now. Like if you have any kind of health condition, an insurance company cannot not offer you insurance if you have a certain health conditions or not like any pre-existing health conditions, which obviously has made insurance costs a little bit more expensive because obviously it makes sense. If insurance companies went from not covering pre-existing conditions to now covering them, it makes sense why health insurance is more expensive. But at the same time, no matter what premium you're paying on your health insurance, it's nowhere near the scope of what you would be paying if you had to come out of pocket for something like cancer. Take it from me, for instance, my my mom survived it, had good health care coverage, luckily. Uh, that covered a majority of it. And I just recently, this past week, talked to three different people that have uh, themselves or their family members, very close family members, start going through cancer at the moment. Those people would be shit out of luck if they uh, stopped paying their health insurance for whatever reason and their insurance company knew that they had cancer before. Done. You would, like If you missed one monthly premium, you'd be screwed. Or if you lost your job and then um, lost your group coverage, you could never get insurance again because you had cancer. That's insane. That's pretty crazy. But anyways, yeah, a little fun fact. I wanted to throw it in at the, at the very end, but... Uh, either way, it's something to think about. Uh, I think it would be political suicide if the Supreme Court rules against ACA and then Republicans don't immediately roll out a plan to uh, at least temporarily extend the um, pre-existing health condition clause until they can figure out like a, a health care plan or until Democrats take over all houses of government and then implement their own new whatever ACA plan that they want to come up with that fits within the scope of the constitution and everything of that nature. But either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I look tired because I am tired and I will catch you guys manana. Peace.